Amy. Yeah? Remember when we did that thing that no one asked for? Oh, you mean the thing that no one really cared about? No one really tweeted us about? No one asked for us to do again? And we did it anyway? <laughs> We're doing we it again! again. Yeah, we did! Yeah! everybody yep it is a wondrous occasion where we are doing a dungeons and dragons episode again yeah so we did an episode uh a little uh, while ago, while ago. Uh, before about time ago <laughs> and then we uh no found a fantasy name generator and decided to it would be fun to try and give them just based off of the name, give them a class and race and backstory. And very interesting personality. And, and we actually used the uh, official wizards generator, yep. just uh, covering up everything else that is not the name. Yep. And we were going to do this before, but the website was down. So we're going to try it again. But it seems more appropriate this time because I am swaddled in my D&D blanket that you got me for me for Valentine's Day. Yep. And my D&D short. So your short, my short, your short. There's D and D shorts out there somewhere. There's probably there's everything of everything out there. That's that's honestly true. But right now we are cuddled up with the warmth of mics and company <laughs> and D and D and cats and cats somewhere. She I ran her, away because she was trying to because she was getting in trouble. Uh, so she is not a stealthy rogue. Yeah, so... We're not starting with this one that we can see. No? You don't want to do that one? No. You don't want to do Panmorn Destinax? <laughs> no. We are not starting with that one because it's too easy to just kind of pre-make something in your brain. So I want us to start fresh. So I think... For the quick, just like super quick round, that is the most obnoxious barbarian to ever barbarian. And with that, I think we'll do four... Well. Yeah. We'll feel it out. We'll, feel it we'll out. just see we'll who the, see we'll how see this how party feels. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. We 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 end up building a very weird party. That that's how it went last time. Yep. So let's. Prusis. Prusis was the best thing to come out of that, and I still want to play Prusis at some point. Yeah. There's her some... and her battle sheep. Uh, oh gosh, <laughs> I I can't remember the bard's name, but he was fun. And then the really, it started with the T. Uh, the paladin that was just like the most obnoxious paladin yeah. ever. Uh, that was good. Like, you can listen back and pick any of those no. characters to play <laughs> because they were all 100% great. Okay, do you want to start? Sure. Hit me. Hit me. Dovster Gladomain. Dovster Gladomain. So, uh, I know, there's like a little thing yeah, below. Yeah, I'm, I'm hiding it. Davster Gladomain is a dwarven paladin Ooh. who is uh, pompous to say the least. Uh, he is very self-confident. 
he <laughs> I'm sorry. I like I'm distracted by glaring glowing cat butt in my face. <laughs> it was just a full moon. It was just a full moon. Way. Speaking of full moons, moons are bright. <laughs> and uh Dabster Gladamade yeah. was out in the woods one day when he discovered a cat butt. <laughs> uh he discovered <laughs> Oh, how the mighty have fallen. I will describe this as best I can. As before we get back to Dabster, a picture, a cat on top of a chair that was distracted by the hole that's in like the head area of the chair. I'm trying to hold it and then slowly, slowly pull yourself over to the end that does not have a seat and just (laughs) is what we just witnessed. Yep. She is beauty. She is grace. Uh, and she failed her dex check. Yes. <laughs> All right. Bring us back to Davster. So, yes. Uh, Davster Gladomain is a dwarven paladin. Yes. Who uh, is, has a very strong <laughs> ego. So once when he was young, when he was a wee lad, he was out in the forest uh, gathering wood and discovered an altar uh, to a goddess. And... Stumbling upon that was enamored by the grace of the statue of this goddess that was above the altar and was blessed with abilities and decided to rub it in everyone's faces (laughs) and immediately decided that he was the chosen one to bring balance to the force. Of course. (laughs) he, He is just immediately just like, Whoa, I have powers and I'm important. And oh, because he's like, the guy who's going around being like, No, I'm important. Yeah, because like not a lot of dwarves are known <laughs> for like their piousness. And so that makes him special. Mm. And he takes it and runs with it. So gotcha. anything he does, whether it's taking a poop or saving a village, is the most important thing that could be if he was, Done. if there was like a montage of him doing things, it's him seeing someone do something and then doing it himself. And it's to the song, anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything more paladin than you. <laughs> no, you can't. Yes, I just did. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that is Dabster Gladamine. Dabster Gladamine. The first of this glorious party. Okay. We have. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, Elril. Elril Strifeminer. Elril Strifeminer. Uh, Elril is a half elf hmm? uh, wizard hmm. who was born in like one of the, you know, not as fancy parts of like the Feywild. Like, he was born in the Feywild area to, uh, and brought there as a child with his mother who had had him with a human. And so he was always the, like, outcast of the Feywild area because, you know, the FR, anything to do with humans doing here. And so he, um, Strathminer actually comes from his father's side because his father was, like, 
whatchamacallit, a blacksmith, and built, like, this gorgeous thing of armor for his mother. And uh, when they brought them back, he would always, like, every once in a while, they would take a trip to go visit the father because, like, they were good. They were good together, but they were star-crossed lovers. And he would get all these, like, trinkets and stuff from his father. And one day, his father built him just, like, like, he had made for him this, like, book that was bound with, like, um, different kind of buckles and a lock. And because Elrel had said that he was interested in all these sorts of, like, magics and stories and that. So his father built him a spell book. And so he, while in the Feywild, would observe all of the magic users that were there and start writing them down. And just, like, is the biggest nerd. Like, if, if uh elf could look like a librarian that is elrel that's very feasible um and elrel just like went off on a quest he said goodbye to his mother he said goodbye to his father and was like i'm going to go and discover all of the best magics in the land and i'm going to master them all and prove how worthy i am of both of you Mm. and so he's just like the most earnest most like i'm gonna prove myself dude you have ever met and also like has 15 books in his bag at a time so he's half elven wizard tenya ida (laughs) yes yes he is that is very accurate goodness uh but yes that is elrel strife minor he's a very well like well-meaning uh the most clumsy half elf you've ever met but I think he makes an excellent addition to this party. Yes? My turn. <laughs> Aliona Hollysward. Ooh. So, Aliona Hollysward. Our first lady, maybe. She is. She is a halfling. Ooh. Uh, I'm <laughs> going to say... Yes? Trying to because she's got some prim and proper there. She does. She's she has a very this way of speaking. Uh if this way was half elf or halfling ish. I'm going to say she is a fighter, a halfling Ooh, fighter. Ooh, that's cool. But like almost I almost went another with another paladin, but instead of like the demi- divine smites and the the power of magic, it's just the fancy, Straight up fists. Yeah, just the swashbuckler. Oh, yeah. Just like, haha. The fancy sword. And she names it Holly Sword. Nice. She has her Holly Sword. Uh, I, I want, is it decorated with like little sprigs of holly? Uh, yeah, so like, well, the, uh, the, the she's used as a rapier. Yeah, the, the hilt is like, uh, the rapier that kind of like has that curve around where you're like, it kind of guards your, yeah. your hand, mm-hmm. uh, but it looks like Holly. Ooh, I like that. Uh, she had it custom made uh, by, like, the rent. So the blacksmith in her town is very much like an outsider. Like, what does a halfling need with weapons? Mm-hmm. And so he's just like, Dude, I don't know. I'm just trying to make a living. She should have gone to Elrond's dad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but... <laughs> Yeah, so she comes from a, a small village that's basically Shire level, uh, and everyone is boring to her. So she decides that she's going to go out and poke some stuff with her holly sword. Yeah, 
Yes. And go on it. She's very much like, I'm going on an adventure. Except instead of a map she's waving around, she's... Waving around a sword. Yep. And... and Because she is one, definitely, to promote running with sword. Uh, she's the, the kind of person to just like, hmm, I see a squishy bit on your back. I'm going to poke it with my sword. So uh, with her sword also in life, she is all about pushing buttons and <laughs> wants to enjoys getting reactions out of people. So she is uh, sharp with her words and with her sword. So she likes to have the flair whenever she fights. Mm -hmm. uh, if there's no up close and personal in your face, if there's any like fighting at a, you're at a distance, she's bored. Mm -hmm. Like all of the adventure, all of this is just to keep herself from being bored. So during the part of the the session where like you're planning things and you're discussing everything she's just over the corner going oh tell me when i can poke things well if if they're like pointing at stuff she has a problem with stabbing the maps with mm -hmm. her holly sword like ah so we go here yeah. it's like you just ripped a hole in this map <laughs> they're like we have a whole fun of the party funds the whole section of it devoted to replacing the maps yeah it shouldn't be this large but someone likes to use a sword. So she is very uh, apathetic about consequences. Mm. Uh, yes. So that is Aliona. Halisor. And it seems like a character that you would play. I, I was wondering if you were going to say that because it's not that dissimilar to the rushing in of other characters I've played. Yep. Mm. So yeah, she seems really fun. Like, I, you're never going to... You're also never going to be bored as a player or like as a fellow party member when Aliana Holly Sword is around. She sounds like a, a fun time. Yeah. Indeed. All right. In D&D. Next. <laughs> Next. Ooh. Wilneros uh, Silver Shaper. Wilneros mm. Silver Shaper. Uh, let's see. Wilneros, I think, is actually... Actually... A changeling. Yeah. Not just because Shaper, but like... But also A little Shaper. bit. Well, because like changelings will name themselves for different things. And I can see Wilneros being like a, a fluid name so that it can fit with whatever uh, image that they put up. Because changelings like to kind of have a personality for each image. And like that's how they connect to their different like transformations. And I can see uh, the changeling... I can see their changeling name having been like Silver Shaper and then their adopted name being Wilneros. And so they, let's see, I think Does they, that come from anywhere? Like a billboard or like... Wilneros? <laughs> yeah. I think it's a collection of all the people that they, like the people that they liked. Like who they would consider their family, they took bits and pieces of their name and made a name. Nice. And I think that they would actually be... Um, like the arcane trickster kind of rogue and because i can see them being part of like an assassin's guild because that's like kind of a really good job for a tiefling not a tiefling oh my gosh a, a silver shaper has no name yep <laughs> has no face he like they are definitely like the faceless men yeah. like the the order that they are in is probably is definitely like known for being the infiltrators and being the people that if you need secrets found out they find out those secrets, but you can bet you're never going to find out their secrets. 
but I imagine they are the the uh, source of inspiration for the Mission Impossible mask. Like you can trace it back to the Silver <laughs> Shaper. Uh, and so Romero's, uh like grew up and really had a lot of fun delving into like different identities and uh, slotting themselves into different places. And via that sort of lifestyle found their way into this like assassin's guild where they became one of the best infiltrators and so they're not so much the killing assassin um though because they are part of an assassin's guild they are in essence an assassin and will do so when contracted to but they are much more the find out the secrets political intrigue sort of thing and lilieros has um gotten this reputation within the different guilds of assassins as being the one that you never see coming because they can be anywhere they can be anyone and the silver shaper sends their regards and they've never been caught or found out and so i just i see williams being someone who like over the course of a campaign starts out as like having no connection but being the person that fuels connection between people because that's what their job is is to make people like them and get all their information and then slowly uh, opening up and kind of forming their own personality outside of jobs and tricking people. I feel like Ali on the Holly Sword, though, would see through their crap every time. It's like, oh, there's the Silver Shaper. I think once once Aliana saw them do it once, yeah, they would. Uh, she would pick up on their mannerisms and be like, no, yeah. you're back. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like maybe uh, uh, Lilneros is the one who like pops in and then slowly sticks around. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm. I could see that being them. But there you go. That is Wilmiero's Silver Shaper. I like them. Me too. My turn, my turn. Carora. Ooh, Ooh. Solo name. Carora. Carora. Like instantly, I got it. Carora is the most strikingly gorgeous and dangerous tiefling sorcerer to ever exist Ooh, cool tell me about her i think i would like her so she's the type (laughs) to like oh one of my buttons came loose oh no someone looks and she's like you're on fire now how (laughs) dare you look at me like uh she uh maybe even more than uh our paladin dwarf just has the biggest ego and confidence. Um, yes, Kitty? Arwen? We have learned that you do not fit I... there. <laughs> Don't exhale at me. So, Carora yes. is, reminds me a lot of Yennefer. Yeah. Uh, as far as like, she is the most dangerous and confident and cocky sorceress to ever grace the lands. Um, she kind of similar to Holly Sword, just like when she was born, she was born in a quiet village and was like, I'm out, like quickly and early discovered her powers. And she's like, oh, this is awesome. I'm awesome. Down with the patriarchy. <laughs> Bye. And uh, she has a problem with, uh, not a problem, but she doesn't 
easily join groups mm -hmm. she's like i work alone because i don't need anyone else yeah uh and so she almost welcomes when a terrible person tries to like hit on her or anything she's like do it like go ahead and see what happens it's like show me <laughs> someone out there in a random village says she turned me into a newt and they didn't get better Nope, no one gets better. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Karora is like, how? What? What else can you say about Karora? She is just the coolest, and everyone want like she. She has like a fault. Like she would be uh, an accidental influencer. <laughs> <laughs> because everyone's like, oh, Karora is the coolest. And she's like on the social media of D and D. Yeah. So what what would that be? Uh, hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think of like what the D and D Instagram would be. I got uh, this. Instaglamour. <laughs> nope, I got nothing. I'll come back to that. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, so she kind of has amassed a following, and she has gotten used to that. Of and thus, she's like, known by one name. Corora. <laughs> And she has her own fragrance line. <laughs> uh, but, like, people will just be drawn to her. Uh, like, the magical... She has this, like, magical gravitational pull to herself. And so people will just begin to follow her and just are and just enchanted by her. She's like, who are you? Why are you here? Go. Go away. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah. She's th she's that person in the class that's just like, Do you, you're not even trying but I hate how talented you are just without any effort. Like, she's the person that could try anything and be good at it the first time. So, can you describe to me this tiefling? Because one of my favorite things is the coloring that is... Yeah, so... Signature. Uh, she's got, like, a a mixture of, like, pink and lavender skin. Mm. Uh, and her uh, horns kind of, like, slick back... Uh, they're almost like folded back mm -hmm. uh, as if like she if you know if it were human hair it would just be like that slick yeah. back look uh, that kind of like wrap around uh, and the rest of her hair is like shoulder length mm -hmm. uh, almost to her chest uh, and she wears like uh, not like a I guess somewhat like like the smaller corset, yeah. but not like a form-fitting one. It's like pretty like loose. Like the belt and... corsets? Yeah, yeah. And uh, she's got uh, a shirt with like a really high collar mm -hmm. uh, that's just kind of like, you know, I wear what I want and just like... She's uh, comfy yet stylish. Yeah. And she also like knows her way around uh, knives and daggers. So she has a couple on her belt. Mm -hmm. uh, she's like, I never really use them. But they're cool. And you know what? If I'm not feeling the magic, if someone's not worth it, I'll just, you know, stab their chin. <laughs> uh, All right. But yeah, that's Corora. Yeah. Yeah. I like her. She's cool. All right. Let's see. Uh, too similar. Whoa. Okay. okay. Well, I'm, I'm curious to how this goes. Please. Uh, tell us. We have next Zyrelove Dew Shining. Let's see. Zyrelove. Uh, Zyrelove 
is, let's see, I think would also be a halfling. Hmm. Um, and comes from what Xylove Dewshining is definitely a bard. Uh, I have to interject. Does anyone call him douche shining? No, uh, not really. Um, though I very clever, but um, Zyrlov is actually born to a traveling nomadic group of halflings that are a musical group. They go to different places and they all play instruments and they all you know perform. It's very important. Oh it's man, very, the family band. It's very uh how you say hippie and <laughs> yeah. and so their family have named themselves do shining because of the beauty they want to their family to reflect the beauty that is the dew shining in the morning under the sun and uh zyra love come mother is uh mira love father is sila love and just they're, they're all about spreading the love. Are there any siblings? Uh, yes, you have Cassie Love and you have Davina Love. And they all kind of honestly, there's at least one. I love in, it. There's one, there's at least 26 people in this group. Oh my god, because there's one for every letter of the alphabet. Oh, they my just goodness. Kind, of, kind of like how they name hurricanes, they just keep going down the alphabet until they come back around. Man. So, uh, Zyra Love, so Zyra Love is one of the youngest of this group, Ooh. and so also just you know, like Coco, his family doesn't understand his music. And so he is looking to kind of break off and explore because, you know, they all play the folk songs. They all sing the shanties and the classics and all that. And he really wants to try this thing that's called metal. That's my bard. That's the bard <laughs> I've been working on. He's like, he's not from a hippie family <laughs> with the alphabet. But yeah, that's that's the next bard I want to play. The hippobet? The hippopre? The hippopre? Uh, uh, the metal. Yes. Yeah. Please. Continue. And so um, he has been tuning and working on his kind of mandolin to change it and kind of alter the sounds and like playing with different spells to kind of make it sound the way he wants. And his whole, all his family was like, no, 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 no. This is what we do. And we need this to, you know, you need to kind of meld, you know, be one with the sound. And he's like, I want to, but I want to stand out. I did not mean, it does not mean to <laughs> blow your mind. <laughs> and, oh my God, he is the equivalent of Jack Black as a halfling. Oh, goodness. Gosh. Um, but yeah, uh, and Zyrlov is just traveling to find the rest of his band that he, like, to make the sound of his dreams. Arwen, you're gonna fall off again. God, I just want to just tilt the chair a little bit. Right? And she's cleaning herself while, like, half hanging on the chair. Uh. Oh, 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 oh. No. Oh. Save. Wow, she, she made her deck save this time. She did. All right, so that is Zyrlove Dewshining. Oh, that's a great bard. I, I I like him a lot. God, I I would love to have a session where he goes back to his family mm -hmm. and just like, where are you going to get a real job playing... Classic folk. Same thing, but with different music. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and like he can 
write the ballads of the group he's in. Wonder Boy! <laughs> <laughs> All right, your turn. All right. Uh, let's... Ooh, Leofire Goldweaver. Let's put two words together yes. in each name. <laughs> Leofire Goldweaver is the highest... Is a, is a Gryffindor. Yes. Is the and epic is the highest of high elves Ooh. to ever high elf. Uh, you know, I'm going to say he's a cleric. Ooh. But like that pompous dick cleric that's just like, oh my God. Why are like, all of your people just like the worst? Hey, except Karora. <laughs> no, Karora was good. By the way, Karora would be the one to call Zyrlov Dushining. Dushining. <laughs> Uh, but yes, Leofire Goldweaver comes from the Goldweavers. Of course. Everyone knows the Goldweavers. Yes, of course. And if you don't, get away, peasant. Where have you been? Uh, they believe in private health care. Oh, God. <laughs> they're trying to privatize clerics. Oh, they're like, <laughs> we believe in taking care of our, oh, <clears throat> excuse me, the people that are worth, ahem. <clears throat> We heal the best. We offer the primest of prime healing. Oh my gosh. And we would be happy. It is our honor. It is our duty to help you. Not you, but you, <laughs> dear sir. Like, uh, whatever the, the, uh, Sprinty kitty. Uh, whatever the D and D equivalent to a uh, a Rolex is, uh, they'd be like, "Yeah, we'll help you. Just give me that." So they're they have no need for money. Oh, they trade in like rare magical items or something like that. But like they just have all this stuff, and they just like taking stuff from people. Like, oh yes, I will cure you of your sickness. Uh, that's a really nice necklace you have. Like, you know, basically they, they constantly, they're actually the stuff, worst people. They will like guilt trip people into giving them their stuff. Like I just, I just healed you of like this, uh, curse. I think that deserves at least the jewel around your neck. Like, wow. Just, oh, it's a hidden fee. Yeah. Man, they got that hidden fee where all you're those like, premium you, and, and, oh my God. Yeah. All the hidden things. And the worst part is like, they're just like, <laughs> I don't need this. And they'll just like throw it away. But like, oh my God. Yeah. Uh, so Leo fire. According to your insurance. <laughs> yeah. It's the last one you have. Yeah, so Leo Fire, however, is like starts to begin to see like maybe this is not the best way to treat mm -hmm. people, but only barely. So like still has that huge ego, that pompous attitude of like, I will heal you. I think uh, somewhere in their adventure, hopefully early on, something will happen to trigger like, oh, people actually need help that aren't making 8 million figures a year. Yes, that is the accurate number yes. of how they are. Uh, and so so Leo Fire eventually starts his own practice as all of the Gold Weavers do. 
God. That it they all are like the worst. so that it all like funnels back to the gold weaver estate. Uh, but one day he, which is like a size of a small island, he helps someone from the middle class. Just you can't by see like it. I'm absolute, shaking my head so bad. Absolute necessity, and thinks, hmm, maybe there are other people that might be in need of healing. Huh. This is weird. And that is Leo Fire Goldweaver. I, I imagine though, with like the way that he was raised where like they are the best of the best and the best, that like when he starts healing the lower class, like the lower quote unquote lower class, Which is he like, starts thinking it's like a revolutionary idea and that he is the best thing to ever happen because, oh my gosh, we can treat other people. But it's like, it's that person who like, oh my God, like you only have four bedrooms? What is this? Like I have four bedrooms at least in my wing. Like just that, that rich person's uh, like, oh, like... <laughs> Eventually, could I could see him doing like the trading places route of just like whoa, like eventually starts to be like how interesting. Like he he starts to discover. It's like, like it's like Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie go do different jobs. Yeah, like and he's like, oh my gosh, you like farm, you run a farm with pigs and you milk cows. You like you made those clothes, like yourself. Huh? Like, like I didn't know people did that. I thought they just like happened yeah uh so yeah that that is oh oh the other thing there were selfies in there he would be taking a selfie with like every common person that oh yes uh i the last thing i forgot to mention was that anytime there's surgery or magic casts uh because they also do like surgical things uh they have to wear their uh uh what's the word Mm -hmm. Not traditional, but like fancy. Uh, like what they're known for, their um, signature signature gold gloves. Great. They can't do anything without wearing their gold gloves. It's their focus. Yes. Oh my god. Okay. Thank you, Leo Fire. Like everyone's like, it's the Gold Weaver. <laughs> You feel better, don't you? But also worse. Have a good day. And then just, you're like, wait, where's my wallet? <laughs> <laughs> okay. The sleight of handing cleric. Right. Sounds like the worst. Anyway. I think one more for you, two more for me. Sure. Because you started. Yeah. So this would be the last of this round and then we do one more round? Yep. Cool. We're, we're going through. Yeah. Going it was right like on. 20 minutes when I checked. So yeah. like we're, cool, we're cool. going to hit a decent time. Wow. Wait. You're welcome. You're welcome to the people who have been apparently binging this podcast. Yeah. Yay. Cheers. Cheers. For once, I have the coffee and you do not. Mm. That's because I drink my two cups The of world coffee. truly is in chaos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, it is. Uh, Speaking of. Oh. 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 I am curious. Please do tell. All right. So we have Olakul Smilebeard. And so Olakul is a half orc who was adopted by a family of dwarves. Uh, Olakul uh, was found, you know, lost as a very large baby, <laughs> <laughs> half orc, with like, so picture like this. This, like, almost dwarven-sized, like, toddler 
I'm thinking like uh, Buddy in Elf, where it's just like, yep. it, I'm going to hold the baby who's like eight times bigger. Yep. So picture like a, a toddler about the size of the dwarf, like maybe a little bit smaller with the big giant tusks that are too big for its face yet. Um, just lost and alone and sad, being stumbled upon by this group of dwarves who are like, we cannot leave this child here. We will take them as our own and bring him back to uh, their, you know, minor city, the, the, the under, underground city. And Olkul grows up as one, like the son of like a lower end nobleman and uh, gets to learn all the different things. Um, and Olkul in like feels a deep connection to the dwarves and the you know the world around them and becomes a druid what (laughs) (laughs) i did not expect that i thought it was going to be like a happy-go-lucky half-orc bard which now i want to (laughs) do yeah you should do that but no okul was very much like i want to sculpt i want to do these things i want like so you know how oh, no, like, the artist in the family he's the artist in the so he's the one who wants to make the things fancier so he starts being realizing like he can take the wooden hilts of these like axes and stuff that they're making and like craft them to be fancier and so like he becomes known for like these epic kind of like metal meets wood kind of like sculptures and weapon pieces and all that kind of stuff and as I just already hear him say, Dad, will you come to my art show? <laughs> <laughs> and like he, like, here's the thing. He's the oddball in the family. And he tries really hard to grow, like, a beard. And he really can't. So, like, he kind of crafts himself a little, like, bushel that he can just wear around, like, his chin. And it's, like, this kind of moss wrap for his head that can kind of, like, mimic a, f- a full head of hair and a beard. I was I was wondering if he was gonna have like a man bun or something, an orc bun. <laughs> uh, I mean, not quite, but you know, he can kind of craft like he wears what's basically like a shawl of moss mm. that he can like he wears to kind of mimic like a beard, and the rest can kind of fall however he's feeling that day because he's a druid. I'm sorry, he- my, I'm so I don't mean to keep it I'm really sorry. I just my mind is having a field day right now because now I'm just. Bob Moss. Like. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I I can imagine that like if he went into a thing, he would adopt like a name for himself. And yeah. that, that that could be a thing. Maybe Bob no, Moss. Bob Moss was his role model. Oh, like Bob. there was like a druid, like they live in this like underground city that is mostly dwarves, but is a like does have some other people that live there. And so one of them is a local artist called Bob Moss. What? Is the D and D equivalent to PBS? <laughs> <laughs> um, art show like in the center center square, like a follow along. Ah, yes. So like he, as a child, when the dwarves who were raising him, like were like a little like worried because you know he's a half orc. They're known for like generally becoming barbarians with rage, so they wanted to make sure that he like wouldn't. He had like a healthy way to express himself. And so they took him to like the center town square where you had um, this really old gnome 
with this like bushel of fuzzy hair that would lead all the kids um in different art like techniques i guess or different like craft projects and he was a druid and his name was bob moss god please i know there's a lot of artistic people like that can paint and draw and do all the things someone please make me bob moss i will be so happy he's a little old gnome i cannot draw to save my life but i want to see bob moss and so uh olukul really wanted to like apprentice for him and he found out that he was a druid and was like this is my calling and just learned everything he could to make these different sculptures and different art pieces and all that and pretty much he wanted to grow his talents and so he decided to kind of travel to see the trades of different art throughout the land he's a pacifist i love it <laughs> oh man that's olacle smile beard god he's one of my favorites i like him a lot yeah and he um he's definitely like uh very soft spoken very chill and he's like it's okay my dude oh no yeah now it went all out the window mm -hmm. no I, I, casey hates the my dude i hate my dude i hate my guy like it's just no i love my dude uh but yeah he's just like the most chill guy he has like an earring and he's He's just, he's one very not wild, very not crazy guy. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Honker. All right. You have one more? I have one more. We have a sign outside my apartment that says, Honk for Bob Moss. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You ready? Yep. So are they. Dude, calm. We're moving on from Bob Moss. Calm thy honk. Oh. Okay. Mm. Do you want this one? I don't know. <laughs> you have uh May I try again? Yes, you may. Okay. It, it's that's, very that's hard it. to say. Just <laughs> Okay. <gasps> Fris. Fris. I've got my priestess of this episode. Fris Alateus. So Fris. 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 <laughs> Fruits definitely got teased as a child being called fruit. Oh no, Fruits loves her name and owns it. Uh, Fruits is a half elf. Okay. Uh, let's see. Yeah, we have another druid. We have another druid. We have another druid. Hey, Two druids in a row. Druid. I was like, is there anything else? No. Fris Alateus is, uh, we're just, we've just got a bambling bunch of just hippies. We do. This <laughs> is a group. lot of hippies and a lot of pompous. Uh, so Fris Alateus is a big old flirt uh, and just like, all I can picture in my head mm -hmm. is Sombra from uh from Overwatch. Yeah. She's like, "Hey, how you doing?" And but she's also like, Boop. "Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she's also like a sleight of hand person, but we'll give it back. Just like a, oh, I got your wallet. Here you go. Have a drink. Like, I was I like, care. "Oh, it looks like I got 
got your wallet. Let me give it back to you along with my number. Yeah. <laughs> just like the coolest. Uh, but is, is like, she's the type of person that would chain herself to the tree. But just like, not even like a save the tree. Just like, I don't know, somehow managed to be like really cool. Yeah. During it, just like. Uh, hey, protesters can be really cool. Yeah. But in just like a, I'm not even going to look at you. Just like, hmm. You're not going to chop this down. <laughs> like, her and Karora would be best friends. Yes. Uh, somehow. Uh, I've had a lot of, like, very egotistical No, characters. that's been, like, we've done hippies and ego. Yep, that's, hippies and ego. Uh, that's the name of the girls. campaign. Hippies and egos. Let go of my ego. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Frus Arateus uh, came from a small, like, tribal village who... Uh, like family is everything mm -hmm. and uh is always about uh spreading her culture as a big foodie Ooh. she's like like my mother makes the best uh food or whatever D, &D uh equivalent to uh tortillas like i just i imagine her being like uh like straight from like mexico city mm -hmm. like uh Think Coco if if uh, Miguel wow. was like two cocos. Yep, two cocos, double coco. Except dos coco. Miguel is just like she should be the one in the family that's like yeah, what we do is the coolest. Yeah. Um. So her uh her dad is a and her her dad and her mom own a bakery. Ooh, bakery. Yeah. So like she's just grown up around it her whole life. Uh. And she's rude. Like, she can craft her own yes. meats. And so is that person who's just like, uh, is this organic? No, more of the oh, did you know that these berries are also good for your digestion and they have mm. uh, like antioxidants in them and stuff. Uh, oh, so she is the ego hippie. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhat, yeah, but in more of like uh, a natural sense of like, uh. I, I don't know how to say it. Just more of like the, she comes from like a hardworking family of like, what's this organic stuff? I don't know. I just make my own food. Do you want it or not? Like yeah. that, that type of thing. Uh, it's like, you hungry? I bring you six turkeys. But she has, she has that like swoop over her Same. hair. Uh, like Samra kind of has that, yes. that fade cut on the side. The side and just shape. like, listen, I know you're just here to look at me. While I'm explaining these berries to you, but it's important. And if you get to the end of my story and just show a little bit of interest, I might feed you and you know maybe make out with you a little bit. <laughs> just, uh -huh. like, just like everything is on her her terms, and so that's why I think her and Karora would would get along very well. But uh, she, I I use the term know it all loosely because it's like I'm not telling you this because like. Oh, I know everything. It's more like a, oh, did you know? Mm -hmm. Did you know? Did you know this? And did you know this? Did you know that? Like, just the fact uh, yeah. spitter. Uh, but it's just like, but come from out of a place I'm like, you're going to listen. And if you don't, well, then you're not worth my time. But also, I still don't care either way. Like, yeah. just, you don't care? Cool. Well, I'm going to share my information with someone who cares. <laughs> like, it's like, she's, it's your loss, not mine. Yeah, like, she she has dealt with with many 
uh, person and creature that's just like, oh, you don't care about any of this? Meh. I don't care that you don't care, so. Yeah. Bye. Like, just free-spirited and fadoos. Fadoos. <laughs> yeah. All right. Who is the final member of this very ineffective party? Who? <laughs> oh. Who? I mean, do you want to keep that one? Uh, I, didn't, I didn't see the other one. Oh. Ooh. Some of these names, man. Uh... Yeah, I'll go again. Man. Mm. All right. I'll give you one more mulligan if you want it. Maybe. I can tell. These are such hard names. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. We found it. We found Adahorn Darkspain. We have our very first warlock. Ooh. So, Idahoan Dogsbane is a uh, human uh, who is, you know, edging on the side of, like, chaotic, neutral, but, like, is being led down a very dark path and is definitely, like, has felt abandoned by, like, society and stuff. His, he has, like, that classic tragic backstory where, like, you know, family died. The only person he could find that, you know, cared about anything was this uh, not great uh, um, god who, you know, told him that, you know, you make this deal with me, I'll give you the power to fix what's been wrong and all you have to do is just make sure that you know you help me along the way and Adahorn in at this like low point in his life was like that sounds great and he is definitely good of heart but is currently being a little bit led astray towards more of the uh how you say uh demise of the pantheon of gods and so his journey is going to be a bit more of the finding a way out of his contract because he is stuck in a way that's really really bad for him and he's a little bit like that 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 you know kind-hearted dude that just like found himself in over his head and he's like I don't really know what to do, but I kind of have to do this Eldritch Blast! Mm. You know? So the, the, uh, what's the word? Regretful, like, yeah. uh, hesitant, like, you know. What? I don't want to do this, but Yes, the, the kind of thing of, like, I, I feel like, and, like, he feels like he's gone too far. Like, he feels like he's stepped past the point of no return. And so he, during his journey, it's going to be the thing of making him realize he can still, you know, do good and redeem and be like, and do what he wants to do, which is like make the world right and better in a way that's not from the, from the, you know, end all these things kind of way. And so he is just like, he's very much like a little emo where he's like, in the corner being like, no one should talk to me. I'm the horrible person. I'm bringing the end of everything. And people are like, dude, cheer up. 
We're going to figure out something. Do you know these berries make <laughs> help your digestion system? And he's like, but does that clean the blood off my hands? And then the voice of Laura Bailey says, it's going to be all right, sugar. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's like, he's on that journey. He's the, the guy who like made one wrong choice and doesn't know how to come back around from it. But he's trying as much as he can when he knows like this evil god is watching him and can just like come after him but there you go that's adelhorn dogspin so uh since we we actually did pretty okay on time i just had a bonus round idea what's a bonus round because i am feeling a bit inspired and off comes the blanket so for a couple (laughs) of these i would like to know who if they were like animated or whatever who would voice them because Ooh. I was thinking this because Karora is straight up going to be voiced by Laura Bailey. I will not have anything else. Um, mm. I was thinking uh, the our uh, uh, Holly Sword would yep. be uh, Alonia Holly Sword would be voiced probably by Ashley Birch. I could see that. I think um, our Mister Artist Orc or Artist Half Orc. Would be, um, oh my, why can't I think of his name? Last of Us. Oh, Troy Baker? Yes. Oh, man. It's definitely Troy Baker. Oh, Just man. like having the most fun being like, no, it's all good, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I, I would see it as him doing something like Joel. If Joel had just like taken every relaxer. <laughs> Uh, let's see. We've got our gold weaver. Gold weaver. Uh, let's see. We've got our dwarven paladin. We uh, do. Uh, let's see. Uh, I think I don't, we don't have to like assign one for all of them. I was just I curious if like some of those just like I immediately you can hear, could hear it in my head. I yeah, mean, I think. if if Bob Ross did voices, he would be Bob Moss. <laughs> um. I feel like our changeling would be a dual voice, mm. depending on if they're in a more femme or more masculine uh, set. Mm-hmm. And I could see it being, I think Liam would do a really good job. Liam O'Brien would do a really good job for the male side of that. Mm. And I'm trying to think for the female side. Uh, ooh, it depends on like the personality, but I could also see, I'm really bad with names. Um, it's okay, I'm here. <laughs> uh you have your name mary mary elizabeth mcglynn yeah yeah i was thinking of like one of those that could be her yeah yeah i could see them like doing a voice that's similar enough that they could be either side depending yeah. on where they fall uh and I, I think it would be really cool if like when they're in their natural form it can kind of like be a shift yeah but yeah uh hmm i was thinking like one of those maybe uh Maybe our gold weaver could be like Will Friedel. Oh my God! Yes. Uh, oh Will. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I don't know. I I would have to listen back and like remember what because like yeah. my brain has been trying to like move forward, be like, what's the next cool thing that someone can be? Yeah. That I'm a bit like trying to backtrack. Or Matt Mercer can just do everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to no, say Matt just, Mercer just, be freeze. Freeze. Yeah, I. The only person I can think of is like my inspiration from it just immediately was uh, I don't can't think of the lady's name, but whoever the the voice actress for Sombra, like yeah. that's just kind of how I picture yeah, her. So I can like see that. yeah, it just seems to fit. But yeah, cool. Yeah, I just it was just a random thought that I had. I was like, let's just do.
Rare. Rare. It's almost like it's our podcast that's made and produced and recorded and by edited by uh, <laughs> the cat. <laughs> uh, cool. Hopefully you guys had fun with this because we really enjoy doing this. It's a really good creative exercise. It gets our brains moving. It gets our, you know, creative juices flowing. And And maybe, you know, one of y'all will want to play one of these characters in one of your games. And if you do, you should, you know, tweet at us or send us a message or anything like that because that would be hilarious to know. Even if they show up as like an NPC or something, like... Let us know. Like they go into a tavern and they see Frus just trying to like make her things and she owns the bakery there or something. I don't know. But uh, if you ever do that, make sure to send it to us. I am at Amory by the Sea on all of the internets. I am Case Crusader, also on the internets. And we would love to hear from you and love to know. If you really enjoyed this, let us know if you'd like us to do a part three. Because obviously it takes so much effort to make us do another one. I think it's fun! It is fun! When the wizard's sight is up. <laughs> yes. Thank you guys so much for listening. You will hear us again next week, and we will not hear you unless you share this on the internet with some other people. And this is gonna be, these are our happy little DD creations. Oh gosh. There's no mistakes in DD. Just, just happy little accidents. We've made a monster. His name is Bob Boss. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you. You guys listening next week. We're going to see them listening? Yes. We are watching. We are scrying. Ooh. 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 Bye. Bye. Bye.